Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective perspective. percentage of taste is actually from smell so like the two seem really fucking correlated yeah so you they're like linked it's kind of like whenever someone's like someone says like oh this tastes like shit like and someone's like oh do you eat shit <laughs> like, you know what I mean? and you're like no like based off of like what shit smells like this tastes like shit like but like i don't like it's a big thing with beer so like, if you ever drink beer from a draft bottle and a can, which would be the order that you would drink it in? Like, as in, like, taste-wise. Probably, uh, draft. Draft would be, like, my first, yeah. and then I would personally go with bottle and then can. Can would be yeah. last for me. I'd probably go that way as well. And it's all based on, like, so with a can, you're drinking it and you're shoving, like, an aluminum can up against your nose, so all you smell is metal. That's why you get most of the metal taste from it. And then, like, a draft, you're putting the beer in your nose. So, like, yeah. you're, like, even if it's just there, it's, like, in your nose. So you're, like, getting more of the actual taste of the beer rather than a metal can. And then with a bottle, you're getting, like, your surroundings. So if you're sitting in, like, a, a bar somewhere, it's whatever's going to be around you. Plus, what's the first thing you do whenever you taste something? Like, especially something you, you smell the first time. Yeah, yeah. You smell. That's me. Please. Do you have, like, Google topics Image on your phone, Jordan? I feel like you're that guy. Comments on my phone? No, like, topics. Like, you yeah, I got two. What you got? Uh, well, one was the compliment you gave me in the beginning. Thank you, by the way. Appreciate 
appreciate that. Wait, which, which compliment was this? Uh, that he, I actually that don't remember any compliment. Jordan's getting thrown in this entire conversation. First thing he brought up in the podcast was, so, he, this is his conversation starter. Niner told me it's, uh, I inspired him earlier. I inspired him. I was the start of the podcast. That, yeah. start of, and the thing is, that's my first topic. He's told me multiple times in the past, like, six months I'd say that I inspire him. And I, he, Jordan does inspire me too, though. So, I, I'm lying. Yeah. I inspire Niner. Yeah, he's, story. he's just his own man. He he's uh he wants to move to Europe and uh yeah he wants yeah, he's he's different. Jordan's on a different level. He's something different, man. <laughs> you are one of the most unique people I've ever met. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, are just this is a heartwarming experience. We love you, Jordan. Should we all hug? Are you guys? Oh wait, there's microphones in the way. Uh, I'm not hugging you guys. Damn it. Awkward. I hate you. Oh, I don't. I think it's entirely possible. Why wouldn't it be? Why Why do you need? A god to have made this happen. Maybe not even a god, but maybe it's some kind of like simulation or. Well, it could something. be anything. That's why I say right. I use the term supreme being. It doesn't have to be a human being. It doesn't have to be God. Right. It's something. Mm-hmm. Kick this into place, though, right? Because like, there's things just fit together way too well. Our brains are so complex. But uh, the brain's a bad example, just because I think evolution can explain. Uh, maybe maybe I sound crazy. I don't know. I feel like the evolution part can explain a lot of the the human. Uh, uh, but biological even, time passing kind of stuff like how I developed and all that. But even like who created reproduction, right? Yeah, that's a pretty incredible thing, right? Someone has sex and like it literally, your body creates a human being. Our brains are like way more complex than any supercomputer you can think of on the on the market right now, and and that just went like this. I don't think so. Physics. Something's going just, on. Yeah, everything works. Maybe. Everything works a little too well. Look at this. There's just a lot of time. We have a TV. <laughs> the problem yeah. I have is, but time. It's all about time. You got a lot of things to develop, whether it's technology or like uh, biologically. Like you know what I mean. I think there's a lot of time there, and we can't even comprehend how much time that actually takes. Like with uh, organisms evolving, it's it's so much fucking time. Yeah, but just like everything, live. not even organisms, just things. Like everything works together so well. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think there was not a plan there for that to happen. A plan though? There has to be. I don't know. I don't you, know. Uh, this, it, like electricity, just energy in general, that just works. And the fact that Earth there's is just crazy. random molecules that were always there and they just magically started working together. That's interesting. No, I don't know. No. Yeah. Think about it. That's if everything crazy. is way too complex to have just. Covalent I think bonds it could have. I together. think it could have. But I think that's what the beauty. Who invented of it. the covalent bonds, right? I mean, it, it, I just don't think they just. I know what you're saying. I know you're no saying. way, man. How chemistry works and all that. It seems yeah. a little. I'm too. a I'm a science person. I personally believe something. I'm not saying a person, a robot, a simulation. I don't know, but something had a plan for all this working together because it's extremely. Complex. Why are we here? It's fucking weird, actually. It's fucking crazy weird. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder what happens when you die. It's just weird to, to analyze other friend groups in college, and I think a lot of people are very codependent to, like, what you said. Like, uh, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast, but, like, a lot of people will, they're, like, afraid of, they're afraid of leaving their high school friend group or their, yeah, their yeah, comfortable yeah. friend group because they're scared of what might happen or leaving that city that they're so comfortable in versus, like, that's why I really want to go to another place and kind of like restart. And even if it's just very temporary, just to see like 
I don't know, like just to see what happens. Because I've, I've been in those situations where I'm so out of my element. And it did, like you said, like it, or I think one of you two said it, like you never know yourself until you're like super uncomfortable. Yeah, like I, I never, like it, it really is like I'm, I'm in a different element, like a different headspace whenever I was like thrown into that situation where I knew nobody. Like, I, I like that. I, I like do too. that. I like that. It's, like, it's like really, it's a cool, it's like a really creative uh, point of view and you get to kind of redefine yourself too. Mm-hmm. What was it like, okay. be comfortable being uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah, like, embrace the, in, like, yeah, it was like embrace the pain or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, what is it, the number two fear behind death is public speaking? Like that's, that's what I'm minoring in. No, no, no. Death's behind it. Public speaking's number one. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Really. Yeah, like that's number two. Which like, I love it. Like I me love too. like. Don't get me wrong. I get nervous, but yeah. like my thing is like embrace it. Like. Like. Best advice I've ever gotten is walk into any room like you own the place. Yeah. And like. If you walk into a like. Like, especially, like, a presentation or anything like that, and you walk in nervous or anything like that, well, the person sitting in, like, the front row, they might be listening, but the person sitting in the third row, like, they're like, oh, this guy's, like, this guy's not serious, and he's mm-hmm. just, like, they, like, do whatever they are to do, yeah. you know? But, like, my thing is, like, you walk in, like, you own the place, and, like, whether or not what you're saying means anything or whether or not it doesn't, at least believe in yourself, believe in what your message is, whatever it is that you're saying, like, if it's your research project, or if you're just going in there to, like, give a speech about some general in World War Two, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I agree, like, what the content of what you're saying isn't necessarily nearly as important as, like, how you're presenting it. Yeah. In like, a lot of scenarios, like, obviously what you're saying, it should be important as well, like, especially if you believe in it. Yeah. It's coming out of your mouth, it probably should be somewhat important, but, like, probably more than somewhat. But anyway, like, it, the way you present that information and, like, present yourself while you're doing it, that is really important. Yeah. And that's something I never really considered until, like, recent years, honestly, right? Yeah. So, so I, like, so, like, there's different buyers. Like, yeah. The buyers have different attitudes. So, like, there's, like, there's certain buyers out there that love to tell you no. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to bring something in there, you pitch them three things. Yeah. Or you pitch them six things, or you like whatever. Like they just love to tell you no. Mm-hmm. So you you pitch them. So say you have three new products, but really you only want to bring them in one thing. Mm-hmm. Or say you only have one product. You pitch them three different things, and you say, "Hey, I got product A, B, and C." But really, all you want to pitch them is. Do they have to be connected? Like, are you no. saying like, like for you, for example, I know you saw alcohol. Like, like uh, Tito's wine and fucking. Uh, like a whiskey or something. Yeah, like whiskey. Yeah. So like, if I really want to get in Tito's, what I'll do is like, if I know that they love to tell me no, I'll say, "Hey, I got this really great wine for you," and they'll be like, "Nope, wine sucks." I'll be like, "That's fine. Yeah. I got this whiskey. I know you do a bunch of whiskey," and they're like, "You know what? We got a lot of whiskey in here." I'm like, "All right, you know what? All right, this is my last thing. You really wore me down, like." I, and obviously this would be like a different conversation, but like, it's like, you know what? You've like thrown away my other two great ones. Like, this is literally the best thing that I got. It's Tito's, number one vodka. Like, uh, unstoppable. And 
have you even heard about Tito's? No, I, I don't know anything about Tito's. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, you know what? Tito's started out, Tito Beverage, guy who owned it. He was selling Tito's out of the back of his car. Now it's a multi-million dollar industry. Like the whole organization is like a dog. Like they give back to like dog foundations. Um, I want to say I heard that the whole distillery is actually like a dog rescue place. So like they have dogs that run around and they have a whole bunch of like water bowls and food bowls everywhere on the property because the dogs are just running around there and like it's a really awesome thing and I didn't know that. yeah and so you know what's crazy about Tito's is it do, it's only one flavor and that's regular vodka so it's beating absolute it's beating all these other brands Burnett's with all the fucking mm -hmm. all those all these flavors Tito's is up here, and like all these other <coughs> vodkas that have flavors are like under it. Yeah. I'm like, everybody wants Tito's. Like, Tito's is so good. Why is that? Do you know? Do you know why they want the? Why Tito's does so well? I like explanations of like market leaders. It's interesting. I mean, to me. personally, like, if I had to say my opinion on Tito's, it tastes it tastes better. Like, what I've, what I've heard about Tito's is if you can taste the vodka when you drink, like, a Tito's and Lemonade or Tito's and Sprite, if you can taste the vodka, it's a strong drink. See, that's, that's so, like, counterintuitive to me because, like, I, I find most alcohols, if they're in the same genre, to taste extremely similar regardless of price. Like, I, I find, like, Smirnoff to taste similar. Well, excluding, like, Aristocrat. Aristocrat tastes like shit. That's, <laughs> that's just terrible. So I, so but, I, like, I, like... Smirnoff versus Tito's, like, unless I taste them side by side, I, I, I maybe can tell a difference then. Yeah. If I taste them, like, shot, then another shot. It's yeah. like, okay. But if I'm tasting Tito's on a Friday, and then on a Saturday I'm tasting, like, Smirnoff, especially if I'm, like, diluting them. With I thought my mom was asleep. She wasn't. <clears throat> well, she was, like, half asleep, but, you know, I don't know. I walked out the front door. And then I told her, yeah, I walked out the front door and then I was in his car on like a street or like we were just parked and then we were just chilling, listening to music or something. And then my mom walks out he's like, oh shoot, who's that? And I was like, oh, that's my mom. And then he tries to start the car, doesn't start. <laughs> no. Which is the most ghetto thing? Like it's like it's like a it's like a what what's that car called? Like a Malibu or something? Some shit like that. Didn't you tell your mom you're taking the dog outside? Like your no, that was the other time. <laughs> I didn't get caught that time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get caught that time. And then I like okay, so we're in the car, and then she's like oh, blah blah blah, and then she's like fast walking up to the car, and I'm like okay, the car's not starting, I'm gonna die. And then he finally gets to start and then skirts off my street, turns a corner, and turns another corner along another, another street. My mom calls the cops because she thinks I'm kidnapped. <laughs> and then I'm over here like, take me back to my house. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, so. Parents are great, but they always overreact. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, so. And then like, after a while, I was like, okay, take me home. <laughs> and, then he was, and then he took me home. I was like, don't go all the way down my street because I don't know if my mom's still outside. So he stopped at the top of my street. My street's not that far. So like, I ran. I didn't run. I walked. <coughs> I walked down the street. You walked away from the kidnapper? I mean, he's not really a kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. And then... <clears throat> Savage. I walked back to my house. 
And then before I got in the house, I was like, I had to get my like crying face on to pretend like I was kidding. <laughs> no way. Yes, and then I tried to get tears running down my face. It didn't work out. Wait, so wait, you pretended saying, to be kidnapped so that your mom, so that you could avoid telling your mom you're with a guy? Yeah. I <laughs> hope you get exposed right now. <laughs> I was like then, months later and you and get then, exposed. Like, I don't know, like she, whatever. And then wait, I thoughts. What is it that you want from me? Tell them like how you told your parents and everything. Oh. Yeah, that was funny. That is not funny gonna lie. Okay. And then, uh, so, <clears throat> this is not a good thing, guys. There's nothing to break about. Anyways, <laughs> this is less for all you kids out there. Anyways, um, I walked in there and I was like huffing and puffing, pretending like I was running away. Tears rolling down my face. And I was like, Mom, I just got kidnapped. And I like walked her through the whole story. And then my brother walked out the house. He like ran out the house and he like was gonna go kill whoever it was. And like a, he was gonna go get his friends. They were gonna go beat him up and shoot him or something. I was like, okay. So like, he's gotta die. Wait, where's this? Where, do they even know who they're like mad at? No. So they're just running around like wild men. Well, they're not. Well, he gets on the phone and then starts walking up the street. And I was like, okay. So, so he's just searching the neighborhood? Yeah. Okay. And then the like, Jennifer's just gonna like chill outside your house, like yeah. 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 I, I almost right. got her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then so I told her that, and then she calls my dad. My dad comes from like O'Fallon, and it's like three in the morning now. And then he brings like yeah. So he's like he's like there or whatever. And the police get there, and I have to walk them through the entire story. I make up this story and I have to like walk them through like down the street and around the corner and all this stuff and it's like hella scary and I'm over here like this has gone too far <laughs> and I'm just like Ugh. and then I walk or my I walk in the house and then my mom's like go outside and tell your dad what happened and then I went out there and I was like dad it was all a lie and he was like he just, he just like stood there he did not say anything it was probably the scariest thing I've ever, ever seen and then he was like, I know you, or he's like, um, I'm glad you learned your lesson or something. And I'm like, didn't, but whatever. <laughs> and he's like, and then he's like, go tell your mom that I told my mom and she's going to beat my ass. But then 